Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. Jason Hammer's right over there. My name is Nigel. We'll go to thedrivehubler.com, a hotline, and bring on one of our favorite guests, Tommy Pickett from the RNC Rapid Response. He's the director there. Tommy, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Tommy, have you ever seen, because I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'm sure there's a long list, but have you ever seen a more partisan display of how the issue of classified documents has been handled here over the past couple of weeks. It's it's the end of the world in a national security emergency when President Trump has documents locked away in a secure location in Mar-a-Lago. He gets raided and excoriated by media, and Joe Biden calls him irresponsible. But yet when Joe Biden does the same thing, three different places in his house in Delaware, including a, a couple of boxes of classified documents next to the Corvette. Uh, Merrick Garland doesn't even have the FBI out to investigate. He lets Biden's lawyers do all the work. Have you ever seen a more partisan display in your life? I can't really think of one. It really is astonishing uh, how this has been handled and how Democrats are approaching this issue. I mean, multiple locations Biden had classified documents for multiple years uh, and an untold number of documents. It's clear that even Biden's staff doesn't know how many documents Biden, quote unquote, misplaced for six years throughout his office, his home and his garage. And yet, to your point, Biden's personal lawyers are the ones that are leading this search. I could only imagine the outcry if Trump's personal lawyers were the ones that were leading this search, uh, Democrats wouldn't be having it. Uh, and I'm thankful for the House Republican majority that is already trying to get to the bottom of this and the bottom of a whole host of other issues related to the Biden Penn Center, the Biden documents. This raises so many questions. One of them is how this is handled, but also uh, the threat to national security, how the documents got there and why they started looking for these documents in the first place. Tommy, is the media coverage of this story part of the story because previously like nigel pointed out you had people like that old bag joy behar on the view saying that donald trump was possibly selling nuclear secrets to other countries <laughs> so and now if you turn on your left-leaning media outlets your cnn's your msnbc's of the world it's a different story Hell, the same person Let's go back to it. And I know she's not a political pundit, but you've got Joy Behar saying, ah, give Joe Biden a pass. He's a nice guy. I mean, this is what we're dealing with here. And it feels like this is a part of the story. Do you agree with that? I think it is. I think there's kind of two parts here. The first is the left and really the left wing media is showing themselves to be partisan and biased. If they haven't already been showing that for years, they're really showing themselves to be that here with how they're approaching this issue. I've also heard some media uh, personalities saying that this, this could have been planted uh, by somebody, which to me is right. ironic, <laughs> which is ridiculous. But they're basically admitting that Biden's garage is not secure. If they honestly think someone could have planted these documents, they're admitting that's not the right place for documents to be. So they're kind of admitting here that, that Biden is at fault and Biden did something wrong. But putting that aside, I'm also noticing slightly a different trend. That Biden's lies, the administration's lack of transparency, has been so severe in this case. You actually see some journalists yes. 
calling them out, Yes, which is the first time that's really happened in earnest. The only other example is maybe Afghanistan, the withdrawal I can think of where that's happened. Uh, and I hope that continues. I'm not holding my breath. I'm not, you know, I'm expecting the worst. But I've noticed that the last few days here, there have been, there have been some people in the media that are saying, you know, Biden's lied to us too much on this issue. There's been such a lack of transparency that it's undeniable that they handled this inappropriately, that even some journalists are starting to speak out. So I think there's kind of two stories here. One, the left-wing media completely losing their credibility if they had any left at all. And then the other side of it is some journalists starting to say, hey, wait a minute, this is really inappropriate. We need answers here. I'm wondering what kind of security risks were posed by Hunter Biden living at this place and having access to these documents and we don't have visitor logs of who was coming in and coming out and who is maybe possibly looking at these things and we have um you know fifty thousand dollar rental checks being cut and that exact same amount being put into a bank account overseas do you see i mean can you maybe drill down on that aspect a little bit tommy you know, I think the access here is one of the most important questions because yes. ultimately, at best, Biden doesn't know where these documents are, right? So if he doesn't know where these documents are, which is the best case scenario, the, the worst case is that he's hiding them. If he doesn't know where they are, they obviously aren't secured, which means that people had access to this document and an untold amount of people had access. You mentioned Hunter Biden, who was quarantining at the Delaware House. You also have a picture of Hunter Biden that was reported by the Free Beacon, I believe, yesterday of Hunter Biden in the Corvette that Biden liked to cite as the secure location or the secure location near these classified documents. Hunter Biden clearly had access. And there are so many questions regarding Hunter Biden and regarding Joe Biden's business involvement. I mean, talk about lack of transparency. Joe Biden insisted he wasn't involved in Hunter Biden's business dealings. And we literally have voicemails of Joe Biden discussing yeah. Hunter Biden's business meetings. Uh, so there, there's so many questions here. And then another connection here in terms of access is the Biden Penn Center, where the first batch of classified documents was found. You have a lot of questions of a ton of anonymously earmarked money from China funneling towards the University of Pennsylvania shortly after the Biden Center was founded. So a lot of questions of, was that money going to the Biden Center? Did China have any interaction with the Biden Center? A lot of serious questions that are made even more concerning because of the classified documents that were inappropriately at that office at the Biden Center. Tommy Piggott is the RNC Rapid Response Director, joining us here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Uh, Let's go back to uh, last week. Late last week, Joe Biden has a little trip down to the border. It's a glorified photo op. He walks through a parking lot. He stands by the wall, takes a picture, and hops on a plane and goes back. But you've had New York City's mayor. (laughs) He also went down, and his message is, hey, we're a sanctuary city, but we don't have room for these migrants coming across the border. What's your thoughts on that? Because I think that's fascinating when you say you're a sanctuary city, (laughs) but at the same time, please don't come to New York. Well, it shows the hypocrisy of liberal policies, for one. Uh, They're fine with crises happening elsewhere, just not in their own backyards. And as soon as it happens in their own backyards, they all of a sudden do a whole complete flip and try to say that this is a crisis. So part of me is glad that he's actually Mayor Adams is, is bringing attention to this issue. I mean, part of me is glad that he's actually going down there and actually taking this seriously. Too little, too late, though. And what he needs to do is he needs to actually change the policies in New York that are encouraging so many people to cross the border illegally. I think when it comes to, to Biden's trip, uh, it, they, they literally cleared the streets of El Paso of a massive amount of homeless encampments before Biden got there to create a fake scene. 
to create a photo op, to create a false sense of what was happening at the border. And Americans deserve better than a president that that takes years to go to the border and only spends a couple hours there after his team has completely cleared the area. It's amazing to me that he goes down there. He doesn't speak to a single illegal immigrant because they say there aren't any. I mean, that's how big <laughs> this was. Right? That's how fake of a scene this was. It was not even close to reality. Uh, and that just shows how unseriously Biden takes this issue and how unwilling he is to actually do the work it takes to secure the border. Yeah, and the messaging is awful, too, because, uh, you know, I, I, I have heard Kamala Harris say at one point last year, uh, don't come, don't come. But if you, but basically the policies say something different. The policies are we're a sanctuary city. So it's the same thing with Mayor Adams. Don't, you know, we don't, don't come illegally cross the border, but we are a sanctuary city. Um, don't come across the border, but if you do make it, we'll give you free health care, we'll give you free education, we'll give you someplace free to stay. The messaging is horrible, the policies are horrible, and the reason why you have all the human trafficking we do, all the uh, fentanyl coming through the border, is a direct result of uh, the uh, policies of the Biden administration. I think you hit the nail on the head there. The, the two parts of that is that they're saying don't come. Well, actually, Joe Biden just said the other day that their policy is to make it easier for people to come. Yeah, with so the, the app, right? Back, right? With the app. Right. All yeah, these people coming from app. third world yeah. countries that want to cross, I'm sure they're going to get their iPhone out and download the app immediately. Yeah, I mean, it's just astonishing. And if they don't have a cell phone, if they cross the border, Joe Biden's going to give them a cell phone. I mean, that's the other part of their policy. So I mean, it's just it's, it, there's so many incentives for people to come, not to mention yes. the fact that Joe Biden has completely destroyed immigration law enforcement in terms of deportations. He has brought deportations to historic lows. So if there's no consequences for breaking the law, people are going to break the law. That's just how that works. So Joe Biden is really encouraging this. And I think the second part of what you mentioned uh, about the consequences of this shows that, you know, Biden goes out there and says he has a humane immigration policy. It's actually cruel because it's putting people in danger. It's putting migrants in danger. It's putting communities in in danger. It's putting communities across the country in danger with the fentanyl crisis. The only people that it's benefiting are these evil cartels that, that will stop at nothing to make a buck, stop at nothing to make a profit. And Joe Biden is actively empowering them through the worst border policies maybe in history that have created the worst border crisis in history. Tommy Pickett, RNC Rapid Response Director. Tommy, we always appreciate your time here in Indianapolis. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having me. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.